Ready? Here we go. <sighs> Welcome back to the Goblin Beat, Goblin's Gaming Podcast. Uh, we are here tonight. We're all, uh, we got our glasses of paint water ready. Uh, drinking that feels good. And uh, we're going to play some Eberron Oracle of War the campaign we're going to be continuing tonight. Uh, join us tonight are John's cat, who like to drink paint water. Uh, and so that's how we all got the idea. Because we figured it's good enough for John's cats. Good enough for us. So it's a little, um, a little metallic so far. I'm not going to lie. Um, probably not my favorite beverage, but I'm trying to get used to it. So. The bourbon helps. Well, the, uh, the, the picture was a little blurry, but if you zoom in, uh, the, the paint cup actually is labeled boiled for safety. Hmm. So, there you go. We should, we should be good to go. So what no, happens when you no, boil no it? No dysentery. I don't know. <laughs> it's better for you. I, sure. Maybe you get the cancer. I don't know. <laughs> We're going to find out. It's, a, it's an <laughs> ongoing experiment. Keep joining us uh, as we release episodes of the Goblin Beat Goblins Gaming Podcast. And you will find out if um, if we are the cats get cancer from paint water. Anyway, uh, also joining us tonight is the owner of said cats. Weirdos that they are. Uh, John. What's up, John? Hi. Who are you playing Not tonight, John? Enough. I'm playing my shifter bard, Soot, and his magnificent beast of burden, Descaro. Yeah, we'll, we'll try not to make it the Descaro show tonight. Until he starts batting his uh, donkey lashes at people. <laughs> God. But, uh, I'm not sure that means what. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Also joining us tonight is Brandon. Uh, and Brandon, who are you playing? Oh, let's see. Who am I playing? Oh, yeah. I'm playing Deuce. And uh, the rebuilt <laughs> uh, version of Bones. So, uh, totally different character, but made from the parts of Bones. So, um, he's uh, trying to find his way and make his own uh, path to the world. And uh, somehow is. uh Following these guys around, not fully sure why, but there seemed to be no other really decent idea other than that. So, I'm sure that Gimbal built some sort of sub program into you, running in the background to keep you loyal. So, and uh, yeah. NPCs baby teeth every now and then. <laughs> is, that, is that how that works? <laughs> he just he just keeps them rattling around inside of a. A random drawer in his body. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, and I'm I'm Matt. I'm playing Marster Diglanda, uh, the halfling monk who I don't know may may or may not die this session. I guess it depends on if it's another skills challenge or not. Um, yeah, my companion's Lucy the Fastieth, who is um. Uh, fallen, fallen pretty hard in love uh, with Descaro um, <laughs> at this point. Yeah, she's she's all about her some Descaro, and not joining us currently, but maybe joining us later on. We don't know. Uh, might be Jesse uh, playing Gimbal, 
your friendly yet psychotic uh, gnome artificer. So we'll see if he joins us tonight. It, it makes me a little sad. I'm looking at my roll 20 here and going down the right hand side where it's got you know stuff listed. We still have we still have our fallen companions um, listed well, yeah. there. Yeah, I'm not going to take this away. I want you guys to to remember how fleeting life is every time you look over there. Yeah. Every time we defy Danny, one of us falls. I just yeah, you know, I could just scroll up to the Gray Strife group. That's right. Yeah. You can see a bunch of dead ends there. Yeah, all but <laughs> all but one. Um, which one. Which one survived? I don't even remember. I think was it wasn't it Borum or Okaza? One of oh. those two. Oh my my character, whichever one that was. Yeah, which which one was that? Uh, that I was what? was Okaza, wasn't it? Uh, I said it was either no. Borum or Okaza. No. Nope. Who was I? I was Cardinal. Oh, were you? Yep. Yep. You were the one with the feline appearance similar to that of a white tiger? Yep. Oh, yeah, she I was ride, the leader. Because I ride the white lightning. Uh, so she was <laughs> also a shifter. That's what, that's what it was. Shifter. All right. Well, there you go. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Well, last time we left off, I'll let uh, Danny, who is running the game, uh, catch us at the speed. Last time, uh, you guys played Let's Make a Deal. No, you played the dating game. That was it. It was mm. one of the two. Oh, Lord. <laughs> And uh, you guys won a fabulous prize, which was a key to uh, the part of the university where Flamewind the Sphinx lives. Because you want to go hang out with a Sphinx. You've never done it before, and it sounds like a good time. I mean, yeah. It doesn't, actually. Um, But okay, story. We'll continue with the story. So Flamewind is known to be an expert on or at least a devout studier of the draconic prophecy and you guys have some lines from it and you're trying to figure out what the crap these things could possibly mean and are they about you and does it mean you're going to be rich do we have to have those lines written down somewhere because i honestly i don't remember. you need to have them somewhere yeah does somebody have them i don't um, even remember us doing hang on let me look let me look fourth x have it written down Fourth X did not. Let's see if Soot transferred it over to his character sheet. Nope. So we're off to a good start. <laughs> well, at least we figured this out before we got to the Sphinx. Hang on, there's one more place I can look. I'm pretty sure Kelly had it written down. Well, that doesn't help any of you. Hang on, one more place I can look. Callie's here in town? Yeah, I know, but she's an NPC. She doesn't have things written down that you can read. We can just go ask her. Oh, no. Can't get more sweet talk. I have, I have failed you all. I don't think we failed each other, really. But uh, Callie, Callie was very interested in it. All right. Well, I'll tell you what I'll do. Uh, one time only, someone gives up their inspiration for the game. I will uh, I'll 
paste it into the chat. All right, Gimbal gives up his inspiration. Yeah. Heck yes. Done and done. Here you go. All right, I'm writing it down. All right. When dark lanterns flicker in the light of the silver torch, the king in green rides north on a bolt of steel. Two nations prepare for war as all eyes turn to sky blue. Makes perfect sense. Is yeah. it right to train north? Sounds right to me. Yeah, sounds sounds correct. The king in green, well that could have could have been um Sawbones, but he's dead now. And all the moths fall out, fell off of him anyway. Yeah. Well, could still be him. Who knows? I mean sounds right to me. Party had its own chia pet for a while. Well, since we can't haul the Oracle of War in there, should we like get um, our good friend who we helped get a date to make like a, maybe a, you know, some sort of diagram of it or something that we can bring in? Oh, wait, it has a diagram, isn't it? Didn't it come with a diagram? Um, you guys have a handout diagram somewhere, probably. Yeah. But... but uh... Yeah, that's not necessary, I don't think. I think it's not necessary to bring one into the sphincter. Now, when all you're when all you're concerned about is finding out about the uh draconic prophecy. Alright. Alright, let's go see Hot Wind the Sphincter. Alright. However you'd like to phrase it, it's fine with me. Okay, oh, so is that, right? uh, is that not right? Uh sounds about right. You guys go to uh, meet Zell the next morning, right? Yeah. That was the plan. That was the plan. Somebody roll me a d6. You guys are on your way to meet him. Well, that's gotta be good. Six. Six. Alright, you guys uh, you guys are walking by. Walking up to there. You see a couple of professors arguing. They're like, Pointing at each other, pointing at the air, stomping feet, and you, as you pass by, you realize they're argu- arguing over the correct pronunciation of the nation of Seer or Sire, as one of them is saying. And they're going back and forth, and they seem really hot and bothered about it. What? No, that's the nation that doesn't exist anymore. Remember, it's all, it's all covered by the Mornland. Right, right, but I'm just like, it's Seer. You say that as you go by? No. <laughs> you don't? All right. No. So you guys don't pitch in? You just just walk by? All right, fine. I'll stop and say, look, I fought there. It's Seer. And then one guy goes, ha, in your face, and slaps the other guy across the face. And he begins to weep. That was what? unnecessary, but he all right. He slaps him? And yep, then, sla- and wait, the guy who slapped him starts to weep? No, the other guy, the guy that gets slapped oh. starts to weep. Oh, okay. The slappy like, yeah, begins that, to weep. It's a, that is it's a, a strange reaction. All of my all of my research is ruined. Why didn't you just ask somebody who fought in the war? He he uh, rips his his robe halfway off, and he's got a, a bony but extremely hairy chest, and runs away. What did he say? I look at the other guy and I said, "Why didn't you just? Why didn't you guys just ask someone who fought in the war?" Oh. He, he knows the way it's correctly pronounced. He just uh, couldn't think of anything else to do his research project on. And uh, he did the, the etymology of the name. And he, he 
Oh, he's a grad student. Okay. He did. He didn't uh, realize that he was looking up looking it up via the wrong pronunciation until he was halfway through, and so he just tried to run with it. Oh wow! Yeah. That's that's pretty awful. Uh, yeah. So he's uh, he'll be fine. He'll go to detention and drink it off for three or four days, and then and then spend several nights cramming to figure something else out. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, we went to detention. It's a nice place. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad we could settle that, I guess. Yeah, me too. I appreciate it. I'm going to go for a walk now. Okay. Kind of buffs his fingernails on his on his uh, collar a little bit and walks off. So, Gimbal, just so you know, you gave up your inspiration so that we could have the lines from the Draconic Prophecy that nobody wrote down. Gimbal. Jesse. All the way with us. Yeah, you may not be able to hear yet. All right. Well, he'll find out. Okay. <laughs> he'll figure it out when he does. You informed have him, it. and that's all that's important. Yeah, I did my due diligence. All right. Let's, uh, let's head to Sea Flame Wind. Thanks. Yeah. So uh, Zell tells you that it's best to, to go in the afternoon when uh, when all the administration staff are pretty much gone home. Uh, see you. But he gets hands you the key. He's like, "You guys were so so awesome last night. Got another date lined up for tonight. It's going great. I think she's gonna let me move in with her, which is awesome because her place is much nicer than mine. Mine's a sty. There you go, man. Move, moving a little quick, man. Hey, come on. He's like, well, not not." Not anytime soon. I've got a six month plan. And he start he actually breaks out a folder and starts showing it to you. See? On the on the eleventh date, we're gonna go for uh cheesecake over here on in southern Memphis. Back then it was probably literally a block of cheese. <laughs> Who knows? All right, anyway, after spending how, thirty minutes how, of how having thorough. Him, yeah, after spending thirty minutes of having him explain mm-hmm. Hey, uh, hey, hey! Could, did you hear me when I told you you gave up your inspiration? Yes, I heard that I had to, you know, yet again be the MVP and sacrifice for the team. Whatever, yeah, I'm the one who hand copied that into my notebook for the future reference. Is that John speaking or the or the donkey? The donkey is uh, window candy this session. <laughs> Yeah, sorry I'm late, guys. Okay, yep, continue. We're going to meet the no, Sphinx. Uh, yep. <clears throat> yeah, so you well, so you get the key from Zell. Yeah. Because of Soot asking about it, you spend 30 minutes listening to him talk about his plans before you're able to extricate yourselves. And then you have basically the rest of the day to do whatever you want in town. So if there's anything you want to do, any, any uh, kind of merchandise you're looking for, you can do that. Um, he does tell you everybody there is dressed really nice. So if you wanted to... Uh, fit in might be a good idea to like uh get some nicer clothes not that he's saying your clothes aren't nice he's just saying that they dress really nice i'll just go to the nearest inn that's uh, a hub for house uh galanda and get some clothes from there um soot actually has a nice set of clothes uh in his trunk that discaro totes around so oh okay yeah, I'm gonna. Change, I get, I'm gonna change I guess, into the. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Yeah. That's fine. 
I was just going to say, I guess while I'm at the end, I can check in with, you know, whoever's running the place and get up to speed on the latest rumors and happenings and news. All right. You can do that. Um, any kind of particular rumors or news you're looking for? Uh, anything that might sound like it pertains to the Oracle of War or what happened in Salvation. The Mornlands. Any, anything that could involve that group of people who came and took the Oracle from us. Anything like that. All right. Yeah. Let me see here. Um, you see... Uh... Uh, you do hear get some news. Uh, <clears throat> if you, oh, give me a roll. Let me see. Uh, you want we want kind of persuasion or uh, yeah, whatever skill you think will work good. They're just talking to your folks. Right. I'll give you. Uh, I'll give you a plus two to whatever you roll. Um, let's just do. Let's just do a regular perception check to see how well I'm listening. What that. Not well, uh, not not great. Not well. Uh, well, eleven. All right, with plus two, that's thirteen. Okay, you hear a couple things. Uh, do you talk to anybody there? Tell them like where you've been or anything. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're, they're my house. I can trust them. Okay, so I'll give you one piece of information for free. Uh, they say, "Oh, you you've been in Salvation." <clears throat> yeah. You hear about uh, uh, that uh, Warforged Colossus there? Did you see that when you were there? Oh yeah. We we crawled under its butt. It uh did you hear were you there when it reanimated? What no. It reanimated and attacked uh the settlement the settlement and attacked its facilities. They're the uh they're, they're saying the Colossus was defeated by some workers, but not before it like did a inflicted a lot a lot of people. Uh what? Yeah, apparently, apparently, like a brellish uh, floating fortress has been sent over there by the king to deal with it. Uh, Dude, that thing was huge. Yeah, you guys must have just missed it. Yeah, wow. No, yeah, we were there right when some other stuff happened. Okay. Um, so you hear people talking about, also hear people talking about, uh, there's been a lot of thefts at Morgrave University recently. Uh, of rare artifacts. Um, some of them uh, from the continent of Zendrick. Uh, so there's uh, the robberies have uh, the deans, people speculating the deans themselves are complicit, maybe, or that they're targeting the most valuable artifacts in their own for their own secret auctions, that kind of thing. Hmm. Um, the watch is keeping a. Is not, uh, trying to figure out who's responsible, of course, but uh, a lot of rare and priceless artifacts have been going missing there at the university. Uh, so it asks if any have gone missing from the Dezina Museum. Um, let's see. Yes. Uh, um, most of them were actually bound for auction uh, once the academics at the museum had completed their studies, including uh, some ceremonial bowls and rare texts. So they weren't going to be part of the museum collections? No, they were just there being studied, and then they were going to be um, auctioned. All right. I'm still pretty upset that uh, that someone was able to steal things 
from the museum storehouses. Mm -hmm. uh, only other piece of news you get, Matt, is uh, there is a, an Armistice Day celebration planned. Um, next month is Armistice Day, and they're going to celebrate uh, two years of peace since the signing of the Treaty of Thronehold. Mm -hmm. Expected to be a big deer, big deer, big deal with uh, probably parties. some big deer too. Maybe, yeah, maybe mm. eat some big deer, some yeah. gala dinners. Uh, there's supposed to be an invite-only royal ball on a galleon on the Howling River. How do I get into that? You have to be invited. It's the only way to get in. Well, you know, or sneak on. <laughs> I mean, we're one of the houses. Don't we get invites? Um, I might get one, but uh, probably be you know whoever runs this place. Yeah, that's probably true. All right, so that's well, the news you get, which is actually some pretty good news, I guess. I mean, not yeah, good no, news, not but, but interesting news. I just I make sure to get myself some, you know, fancy clothes to wear. All right, I'll say you can do that for free. Anybody else want to get fine clothes? They are 15 gold pieces to get some that are tailored to you. How about if, I mean, can they get some for my buddies here for a discount? Um, no, but they'll give you a set for free since you're oh, well. an actual uh, Dickalanda. Yeah, just flat flashing my tat. <laughs> Good thing it's easy to find betwixt your biscuits. <laughs> I have I, I have a set of fine clothes. So, yeah. All right, so it's really just dressing up the automaton. Which, does he really have to dress up anyway? Well, you could, could just, get him a fresh coat of paint. You could get, a, get his gears polished or something. <laughs> I'm not polishing his knobs. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> no, uh, no polishing of the gears going on here. Deuce, do you want to pay to get a, an oil dip or something? To get what? An oil dip or whatever it is they do for uh, Warforce. Only if they want to shine right. and me. I thought you said oiled up, and I was like, yeah. I'll pay for that. <laughs> I want to get oiled up. He wants to know if you want to pay to get lubed. <laughs> so that you'll be nice and moist. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. Let's just skip over that. Did anybody want to buy anything else? <laughs> uh, do they have um, magical shields? Um, and yeah, in this particular city, you can probably get just about anything you want uh, if you have the coin for it. <clears throat> okay. Big F. Um, how much is a plus one shield? Well, uh, why don't you make me a roll to see if you can find something? Uh, do you have any kind of background that would help you? Find yeah, I have, I have house connections. I was a house agent. Um, all right, give me a uh, from covert ops. Used to be a streetwise skill that was good for this kind of junk. I have um, investigation. Investigation, I think, would probably be the best. Yeah, give me an investigation check. With, okay. Uh, I'll just do it with advantage since you have your house connections. So a twelve. A twelve. <clears throat> Uh, do, do, do. Let me find the same magic items prices uh, PDF and get it opened up here. A plus one shield is fifteen hundred gold. 
Yikes. It's uncommon rarity. All right, so you do manage to find one. It's in a uh, in a shop, uh, armor shop run by a couple of goblins, and they, they tell you they have one. 1,500 gold was wielded by a uh, powerful warrior who, uh, who died tragically uh, to the breath of a dragon, but the the shield itself came through unscathed, as did his most of his left hand. <laughs> okay, well, we don't have that kind of coin. Well, the uh, seeing your fine clothes, the goblins thought they were going to make a sale, and they seem extremely uh, disheartened when you tell them you have to pass. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, well, um, I mean, you know, items like this don't last forever, but uh, if, you, if you find the coin, come back, come back and see us. Will do. Danny, I'll let him uh, shine me up, I guess. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll say a, a good Lubin costs you 10 gold pieces. I don't know why that's so funny to me. <laughs> why would it not be funny? I, I... That's a good question. Freaking hilarious. Which one of you is Okazo? Oh, wait, that's, that's one of the dead guys. <laughs> I was about to say nobody anymore. I was looking over here at the tokens. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh. No, yeah, no, just laugh about this death. Fine. You just you guys have a hard time keeping your characters alive. It's tragic. Mm-hmm. Totally all our fault. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So uh is that pretty much it for you guys as far as shopping and stuff goes? Yeah, because yeah. we'd, we'd pretty much spent all our money on getting the half plate for deuce and yeah, I was gonna uh, say, healing potions. Yeah, so it's pretty well tapped out. All right. Well, uh, you guys spend the afternoon just kind of seeing the sights, walking the streets of Memphis, as it were. Got uh, <laughs> to make that joke every episode until we get to town. <laughs> And, uh, you know, just kind of having a good time. It's nice there. Um, it's definitely more to do than Salvation. A lot more to see. Well, there's not much of Salvation left, right? That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, as far yeah, as you yeah, know, yeah, it, yeah. it could be totally flat by now with that Colossus. Man, uh, I can't believe we missed that thing coming to life. Yeah. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'd like to go thing. take it apart. <laughs> well, if they... Uh, Managed to break it again. Maybe you can. Who knows? Yeah, they should have. They should just let you tinker with it when you had when they had the chance. Yeah. Yep. All this could have been avoided. Mm-hmm. And so we'd next, have a, we'd have a giant deuce on our hands. Right. I can give you a giant deuce. <laughs> you would be the giant deuce. Well. uh before you know it, uh, afternoon turns to e- early evening, and it's time to go check out Lareth Hall, where uh, Flame Wind, the Sphinx, or Matt said something else that sounded funnier. But anyway, uh, uh, no, I said I said uh, Hot Hot Wind, the Sphincter. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah either way, that's where you're going, and uh, so you make your way through 
through the university, the museum parts, to the basically it's the top floor of a tower. The whole whole university is in this giant tower. And the very top of it's a domed top is where Lareth Hall is, and the domed area is where like admissions and all that kind of stuff. And apparently the Sphinx lives at the top of that. Hmm. From what Zell told you. So you find yourselves walking uh, up to the door to the administration part of Lareth Hall. And I'll move you over to a, a totally non-threatening battle map of said area. Oh, wow. Okay. For you guys to look at. So you're walking in from the, from the north. Obviously, you can probably figure that out on your own because there's very little map uh, to the north there. Whereas if you were to open the doors to your south, it looks like there's a lot of area left on the map to look at. <laughs> My map is kind of weird looking. Your map is weird. I have like a weird tooth triangle. A weird what triangle? Like only half of the map is completely blacked out, and then depending on when I scroll up and down, there's just like this weird little arm that that, that shoots out over the other half of the map that blacks it out as I move up and down. It's uh, that's yeah, it's a mess up in the the new uh, dynamic lighting. Yeah. Hopefully, here, let me make sure you guys all have vision on your tokens. Looks like yours didn't, Matt. Maybe that'll fix it. Oh, yeah, that's, well, I can see me now, but I can also see them part of the inside that I'm probably not supposed to see. Is it gray or no? Oh, no, 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 it's not gray. It's just still that sliding little black arm. Oh, weird. All right. Well, as long as you can see where you're at and everything will be... We should be okay. I swear to God, his token looks like a freaking doll from Saul. I mean, every time. We can change it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to play a game? I thought we were playing a game. We are playing right. a game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So you guys uh, come up to this hallway. And um, you've got a door. You've got a key. You've got a mission. Do it. Open it. Um, yeah, just let the machine open it. All right. Turn the key, Deuce. Why not? I will do so. All right. See, the door opens easily and quietly on well-greased hinges. It's well, and we'll just like Deuce. Mm-hmm. You, uh, your, your reward for doing so is box text. The Yay, door opens, box text. The door opens into a curved hallway with plush red carpet and rosewood wainscoting on the walls. Doors are evenly spaced on one side. The other side has framed portraits of people wearing serious expressions. A small plaque on the frame of each painting names the professor and the years of their tenure. Okay. Oh, check out the ship lap. So the, <laughs> portraits are, the portraits are on this this inside. Or you guys can move in if you want. Okay. Go ahead, Deuce. <clears throat> Why not? All right, yeah, so the portraits are, are these little golden-looking things on the walls. And then there's doors along here uh, with uh, labels on the doors that say things like Bursar, Registrar, Master. The um, 
from what Zell told you before. These double doors lean into the library where there's a, a stairwell that leads up to where Flamewind is. He warned you against uh, looking at any of those other rooms because pretty much all of them are magically sealed and alarmed, and the uh, the watch would come and try to deal with you. Okay, let's not do that then. All right, we're heading to, we're heading straight to where we're supposed to go then. All right, so you're opening up these double doors right here then. Mm-hmm. All right, who wants to do that? All right, I'll go. Up. Well, how about the guy with the credentials? I don't know. It could make a difference. Suit. Yeah. All right, you want to open the door, set. Hello. Hey. Hey, yeah. Oh, okay. I've been saying like 87 times I want to check the door for some kind of alarm system or something. Oh, you can do that. Um, Give me a perception check or a thieves' tools check if you have those. Gonna be a nervous Nelly about it. I do not have thieves' tools, uh, but I do have perception. I think I have these tools. So it's twenty. Gimbal. I rolled a twenty. A twenty. You do not see any kind of uh, trap or anything, unless that these doors are used a lot with your twenty. Wasn't looking. Uh, I wasn't necessarily looking for a trap, but just like no. some sort of alarm bell Got system you. or something. Uh, nope. No alarm bells. Um, you imagine that any any kind of alarms that are set up in here will probably be magical anyway. So yeah, I was about to say, can anybody detect magic? Because that would be a thing to do. Seriously, nobody in this group can detect magic? Yeah, I can. I can. Okay. I can. I'll but cast it. <clears throat> they probably all can. That would just take 10 minutes if they cast it as a ritual is all. No, I'll, I'll use a spell slot and cast it. All right, so you cast detect magic? Yep. Okay. Uh, most everything that you can see in here lights up as magical. <laughs> Don't touch anything, people. Uh, <laughs> all of the doors, all of the paintings, uh, these fancy little doodads that are just kind of like sitting there with statuettes and stuff on them. Uh, parts of the carpet, the rounded ceiling. Yeah, there's a lot of magical stuff all over the place. All right, I'll just tell them all, don't touch anything they don't have to. Okay. And, uh, and That's then, generally my rule anyway. And I guess we'll just open this door then. If it's uh, alarmed, I guess there's no avoid. Right. All right. Well, you open the doors and no alarm, at least no audible alarm that you can hear goes off. But you do see a lady sitting at a table over here on the other side. She, her back is to you, and since the door makes no noise when you open it, it uh, she doesn't appear to notice you right away. But in, in the midst, middle of the room here, you can see there's spiral stairs going up, which is probably where you're supposed to go. She is on the far side of, of those stairs from you guys, but uh, you would, she would be able to clearly see you if you walked, you know, directly to the stairs. All right, he's going to want to go um, use the honeypot to distract her. <laughs> Did we bring the donkey? You did not bring the donkey inside of the building. No. Mm, that's the most charismatic person in our party. Uh, 
There is that. Um, I am uh, probably not the most charismatic, so. No, it's either going to have to be me or Soot. Soot I knows. I think Soot, since he's the freaking bard. Yeah, I was going to say, and he knows the university and the library. So if anybody can either distract her or, or convince her that we belong here, it would be him. So, yeah, I'm going to, uh, I'm just going to walk in like I'm supposed to be there and, uh, and clear my voice, uh, clear my throat. All right. Uh, you do that and she leans up and, and, uh, turns and looks at you and says, oh, I didn't see you there. I was uh, deep into studying. Um, that's good. That's what universities are for. Uh, mm-hmm. I presume these stairs lead up to, uh, Flamewind's office. Uh, yes. Oh, let me read. Let me read the sweet box box text to you as you walk into the room. Uh, as you walk in, you see that the large panels of glass form a dome overhead, which stretches over a hundred feet high, and is decorated with stained glass that depicts major moments in Corvair's history. The spiral staircase in the center of the hall ascends to a room at the apex of the dome. Rosewood reading tables and elegant seating are spaced throughout the hall, while curved bookcases follow the lines of the walls, crowded with books. And the stern woman sits at a table near the staircase. Her nose was deep in a book, and now she's talking to you. All right. Um, so uh, what purpose do you have uh, in Lareth this time of night? Uh, we we have an appointment to meet with, uh, with Flamewood. It's best that we not keep them waiting. Uh, all right. Give me a deception check. Good job staying prone and neutral. Um, do you want to show her your credentials or anything like that? Um, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll flash my badge, uh, my my okay. university researcher badge. All right, I will give you advantage on the deception check then. All right. Sixteen. Well, that advantage was uh, key. Yeah. All right. She goes. Oh. All right. Well. Uh, I'll just be here studying, and she look, goes back to looking at her book. Right. When she's not looking, I turn back to the others, and I give them a thumbs up. <laughs> and then head towards the stairs. All right. I chuckle like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> all right, you guys can all go in there and start going up the stairs if you want. That's what we're doing. I'm just waiting for you to move your guys on the map. Uh, could be delayed, but it looks like everybody's still on the hall. Uh. All right, cool. All right, so you guys start to walk up the stairs. When the sound of glass breaking forces everyone to look up, hooded <gasps> figures armed with spears and long swords leap through a hole in the curved glass dome over 100 feet in the air and magically float down towards the floor. In their midst is an armored Rakshasa, a feline warrior with the head of a tiger. A rope slung around his waist coils up to a wooden ship hovering in the air outside. You gotta be kidding me. Oh, we're good. Hi, pirates. Uh, They are air pirates of some sort. Sky Raiders, they call themselves. Uh, As long as they're not butt pirates, we're okay. Mm. Uh, you ha- you are not sure whether or not they're butt pirates, but they 
You definitely know they're Sky Raiders. <sighs> All right, let's dance. All right, and they uh, get in your stance. <laughs> they land about the room all around you guys. Surrounding ye. Well, it's good of you guys to come here. Saves us the trouble of going to find you. The Rakshasa says, oh, you were coming to find us. Yeah. All righty. So everybody that wants to can roll initiative. Those who would prefer to sit this battle out may stand there and die. Oh. I'm glad you give us my, uh, uh, there's, wait, there's a difference? Cannon token? How do I put my cannon token on the map? Just... Right. You should oh, be able to it drag it onto the map. Okay. Yeah. I got it. Sorry. Sweet. I'm going to roll initiative for all these guys, even though they will all end up going at the exact same time, because that's how it works. <laughs> all right. So uh, you guys are in this round. Uh, library room surrounded by there are six of these uh, sky raiders and the rakshasa and uh, the poor lady that was studying our book seems to be attempting to crawl underneath the table I'm roll initiative for her too all right has everyone who wanted to roll initiative rolled initiative mm-hmm all right Let's sort it. Okay, <clears throat> so uh, one of the Sky Raiders, uh, as, as they all land, the Rakshasa uh, kind of nods in the direction of you guys, and all the Sky Raiders seem to take that as to mean kill these folks. And they, uh, well, at least they're not ignoring us, right? They leap, leap forward into action. Does your spell save DC go up as you level? Uh, it goes up when your proficiency bonus goes up or when your ability score connected to spellcasting goes up. It's a, oh. Since I'm last in order, I'm going to go like, you're late. I'll be right back. So my proficiency bonus is up to three and my intelligence is now a plus four. Uh-huh. So should my DC be 17? Uh, now it's eight plus that number. Really? Yeah. yeah, it's 8 plus proficiency plus your spell casting. Okay. It should be a 15, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. 15. I'm just making yeah, well, sure. Yeah, mine's at 15, too. Yeah, I was just making sure. I, I guess the the sheet did it for me when I leveled. I just didn't yeah. think to do it. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I should do it for you. All right. So uh, this uh, first one, she jumps forward, brandishing a longsword, and uh, swings it twice at Gimbal. Uh, for a, uh, an 11 and a 17 to hit. Both miss. All right. Marster. All right. I guess I'm going to step up and attack this one who is... The caster-looking one? I missed the description on the one that was over here. That's the lady. That's the the librarian or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Charge the cat, dude. We got this. Oh. Uh, What? That seems like a terrible idea. No, I'm not doing that. Um, I guess I'm going to go with the one that's closest to me. 
All right. Step up and take an attack. All right. I'm going to start off with the long sword. 23 for 12. Uh, 23 hits, sir. All right. And in order to... Because I get two attacks now. Um, two normal attacks. But in order to preserve my ability to uh, use patient... Um, not patient defense. Um, where is it? So your, your can oh, say thing. Somehow it got logged out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. So if I use one of my regular attacks, but save the other attack and make two unarmed attacks, I can still use that defensive yep. uh, feature. That's right. Because I chose not to take one of my attacks with my sword. Yep. Okay. All right. That's, that's what I plan to do then. All right. Let me get back in here. For some reason, it bounced me out of the game. All right. So I'm going to take my first unarmed strike. That is an 11 for 10. All right, 11 misses. And I will go ahead and take my second one. Oh, that's a critical miss. Yeah, that misses. So, all right. She did do 12, and that appeared to hurt her pretty good. So at least I would get to, so I get bonuses to my AC this, this turn then. All right, cool. All right. Um, next oh, is the mage. Agile parry. That's what it is. Sorry. It's a okay. plus two to my AC. Gotcha. All right. Next is the mage. She is going to disengage and run away. Not the store rock over here. Thanks for the help. She might be going to get help. That's true. That is true. And then one of these up here. Oh, man. Oh, this is just a pain in the butt. The uh, hold on, let me fix this real quick on this token. These uh, let's see. These things are all tied to. Here we go. So changes. Sorry, they, all their hit points were linked. That was my problem. Oh, oh no, not a problem for me. Yeah, I hate it when that happens. Oh my god, they're multiplying. Right. They're budding. For 12. Yeah. I messed it up when I made the tokens. That was all. So while he's doing that, I figured I'd eat trick for tonight. Uh, I started off with a bourbon and Coke, right? Mm -hmm. But then I brought up like a, just like a flavored water with me, like a carbonated flavored water. And as I'm drinking my, my bourbon and Coke, well, I'll just like add in the flavored water as I go a little bit at a time. It, it was nice. Gave it a nice cherry lime flavor. Made the drink last longer. So, you know. Interesting. Interesting. Now I'm having to redo stupid initiatives. It's just having to keep me from like going downstairs and getting a refill, basically. 
So you're just adding more flavored water, not necessarily any. Oh no, I started off with I started off with twice as much bourbon. Got it. I'd have a bigger glass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, it's one. It's just one of these Sam's choice, like um, uh, cherry limeade waters. It's not bad. All right, gimbal is next. Okay. So I'm gonna have my flamethrower cannon. Uh. I don't know how to do a cone thing here, but 15 feet in this direction. All right, so get to the south. Yeah. So you, should be able to hit, you should be able to hit both of those two. Yeah. That's the plan. It's a DC 15. And although I don't know why it's not doing a DC. Let me fix that. It's a deck save. Deck save, yes, sir. All right. Uh, they both make it. So it's safe for half. I'm guessing. Uh, safe for half, yeah. Alright, so they'll each take four fire damage. Mm-hmm. And then... Now remind me, how does that, that work? Does it take a bonus action from you to do that, or you just command it and no action? That is a bonus action for me. Okay, I think. Gotcha. Double check that after I do my one thing. And then I will just cast Firebolt at this one. All right. The one that's further away so you don't have disadvantage. Yep. So 15 for 20. So how do you get so much damage on it? Because it's 2d10 now for... It's a 2d10. It's a 2d10. And at level 5, I I got to make a focus element Uh as my level 5 artillerist. And as long as I'm using that as my focus to cast spells, I get a d8 damage with it. So what does this focus element look like? It's a good question. I'll, I'll let you know the next time I use it. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. And is that, can you use that every time you cast a spell? Yep. Okay. It basically adds a D8 to every one of my spells. All right. Yeah. yeah I, want, I want a cool description of it on your next turn. All right. All right. So you do 20 damage. Uh, blast the. Uh, a lock of his love's hair. <laughs> blast the stunt out of that one back there. All right. And. Next is another one of the Raiders. Raiders. Uh, it's going to step up and actually, it's going to stay where it is and fire a uh, magical spell at Soot. What? A, a ray of frost uh, comes arcing towards you and, and misses with an eight, uh, freezing part of the stairs. Brilliant so plan. out of the way. <laughs> All right, and then uh, it's the one that's over here getting attacked by Marster. It's her turn. And...
Let's see. She is going to, I guess, it's a threat against each other. She's going to attack you twice with her sword. With a 9 to hit and a 14 to hit, both of which miss. Yay! And then it is Soot's turn. Uh, Soot, after ducking underneath the ray of frost, um, all of the hair on his body begins to stand up on end, almost like a cat when it's scared and it's trying to make itself look more intimidating. Mm -hmm. His uh, canines grow longer, as do his fingernails. He takes on a more feline appearance. So that's a bonus action to shift. It's weird that he has canines. Shouldn't he have felines? Oh, uh, you know, the teeth are teeth. All right. And then he gains temporary hit points equal to his level plus con modifier. So plus six temporary hit points. All right. And um, then he uh, casts a spell. He is going to cast Hypnotic Pattern. All right. In a 30-foot cube containing... Um, draw. Just the, the, the three most, most northern... The, the Rakshasa and the two that are up there. All right. I think that's the only... That's the most I could get one cube. So... Alright, so they take a wisdom save. So like like that, sort of? Yeah, yeah. Just trying to yeah, get as many of the people as I can. Okay. So those three, they make a wisdom save. If they fail, they are charmed. Alright. The spell ends for an infected creature if it takes damage or someone else uses an action to shake it. All right. Got it. Basically, the charm just freezes them. Yep. All right. Uh, this is a very different spell than it was in other editions. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it used to like make them move towards it. That was what it did. Which was an interesting. Let's see. Uh, what level spell is that? That's a third level spell. Third level spell. It's uh, a pretty fancy spell there. Soot. Yeah. All right, and it is a what kind of save is it? Wisdom. Okay. All right, so the Rakshasa fails. Uh, let's click on these other ones. Uh, one and two. They all fail. All three of them fail. Sweet. So they're Sweet. all charmed and incapacitated with a speed of zero. Uh, and you can you have to hold concentration for one minute to. Yeah, that is a concentration spell. So. All right. Um, let's see. All right, anything else for Soot? You got to move or anything? Um, let's see. Moving. 
No, I'm going to stay where I'm at. All right. The next one. All right. Another one of the Sky Raiders, the one that got beat up by Gimbal. Um, sees uh, her friends begin to drool. She's going to cast a spell. Uh, no, all right. She casts a, a spell and a, a burst of air shoots past you, Soot, and uh, hits the Rakshasa and bounces it, knocks it into this table behind here, and it, it uh, shakes its head, comes out of the stupor. She sa- And she says, uh, a thing. When that happens, she says a thing. Yeah. So I'm trying to find this. Uh, she says, and Deirdre, wake up. Snap out of it. And uh, Rakshasa does. If I can get the thing to pop up for it. Here it goes. All right. So that's her action. Um, next is this one right here, which uh, they don't get any other kind of saves, right? They just sit there. Yep. All right. So that one Unless just somebody rolls. damages it or somebody wakes it up. All right. So that one just drools. Someone has to use an action to shake it? Yeah, okay. Yep. All right, and then it's the Rakshasa's turn. Uh, let's see. And it is going to... Step up and attack the uh, giant automaton standing here. Also with a longsword. He grabs it in two hands and just uh, starts hacking away on Deuce. Jesus, man. A nine. Of course it's not freaking. Oh my gosh. It's freaking doing uh, the whisper thing. I hate that. Like that's the thing I hate the most, especially when I set the freaking game to never whisper, and it does it anyway. Like by default, does everything I don't want it to do. Yep, it's pretty annoying. Damn it! Roll twenty. Get your shit together. Well, the first one missed with a nine, and then it attacks two more times. Twenty-one for nine, and a twenty-one for nine. Don't start rolling like you did Sunday, Danny. I think you're thinking about John. That was me. Yeah, oh, I was John, rolling my crits bad. like crazy. Okay, no crits in there, but a couple of 21s. What's your AC? Probably 21. Oh, okay, yeah, so that hits. Oh, man, that's your... like, that's, that's, that's the cuts. Doesn't your guardian like have some way to... Uh... It imposes so... disadvantage within five feet of, five feet of it. Okay, so it's not close enough. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's his. You turn. could do. You could use a first level spell and have shield as a reaction if you don't want to take the damage. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather do that than take eighteen damage. Good grief! Oh, there you go. Okay. All right. A lot of damage at this level. All right. Yep. So your shield pops up, and it. Uh, his sword clangs off of it. He looks frustrated and snarls. 
And then uh, this one over here drools and stands there. And then it's your turn, Deuce. Okay. All right. Uh, Deuce is going to, let's see, move up the still defender to here. And then attack this guy. The Rakshasa? Uh, the guy who just attacked me. Yeah, the Rakshasa. Yeah. The Catman. Second one. Dang. Then, nice rules. A, a yeah. 26 and a 22 both hit. And then uh, with my bonus action, it's going to do uh, the defender's going to attack it. And that's your uh, the snake defender. Oh yeah, I'm talking about your sword. Your that's like your plus one sword thing, right? That you're talking. Uh, arm blade. Arm yeah. Blade, yeah. Yeah, that's why he gets to use his intelligence modifier for the damage. I mean, for the to hit and the damage. Right. All right, and then the still defenders attack with a fifteen that misses. All right, so you do 13 points of damage to him, though. All right, and then it's a new round. Um, this one over here. Um, let's see. She is going to... I guess she's going to attack Gimbal with her longsword again. You know, that didn't work well for her last time. Um, an 8 and 8 18. That's both miss best. and miss. All right. Marster. All right. Uh, I guess let's see if what worked last time can work this time, too. I will make another attack with my longsword, two-handed. Uh, 13 for 5. That misses. Okay. Balls. Alright, and then uh unarmed strike. Twenty-four for eight. That hits. And then a second unarmed strike. Eighteen for five. Matt, also you might hits. as well use your other attack if you want. I don't think those two up top are gonna come swing at you. Well that's too late. All right, so was, uh, you did 12, 13 damage to that one? Yeah. Yeah, and it's a whiff with whiff my sword, but then kicked her twice. Yep. She is now bloodied. Yeah. I say. <laughs> I say now. All right, is that it for Marster? Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to hang out there. All right. Uh, out of the distance, you hear the, the mage continuing to run away, probably. And Gimbal. Alright, so the flamethrower is going to attack. How do I make that say DC 15? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look at the attack uh, thing that you have set up for it. Okay. Figure it out for you. So it should be against those two again. Alright, so it's a dex save for both of them. Uh, Fail and a fail. So they both take Six. six damage.
All right. Uh, this one down here, she's looking pretty rough. One that's further away. Okay. The one at the bottom of the map? Yep. Yeah, the one that's further south. All right. Mm, I don't know if I want to waste a firebolt on her, but I might as well just to finish her off. Um, okay, so Gimbal raises his right arm. And so if y'all remember, on my right arm I had like a my crossbow was mounted to my arm. Mm-hmm. So kind of in a Gatling going... Gatlin gun type fashion, I rotate that over to, the, and now it looks like there's like a blunderbuss on the Ooh. top of the contraption. And I like, you know, adjust a few things on it and push a button, and it looks like a little fireball shoots out the end. And that is my fireball. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, well, it's a good time. Yeah. I was shooting at this person. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just blows a hole straight through the middle of her, and she uh, collapses in a puddle of goo on the ground. And, uh, this one over here gasps. What? All right. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. So that took care of that one. Uh, and then it is uh, this one over here next to Soot. Uh, he's going to step up and attack with a long sword. Uh, a nine and a twenty-one. Okay, the 21 hits. That's 8 damage. Take care yeah. of my temporary hit points. Minus 2. So how does that work? The concentration, do I do it on the 8? Uh, no. Or on the 2? Or on the, well, 10? Yeah, so it'll be a DC 10, but if, uh, if a, an attack takes all of your temporary and does some actual hit point damage to you, you count the entire amount. Okay. The hit. So if you had like 30 temporary hit points and you got hit for 31, your your concentration check would be on 31 hit points of damage. All right. Uh, so here's my constitution save. Oh my goodness. Oh, three. That's yep. not good. It All happens. Right. All right. So these two All up right. here are going to shake their heads. Uh, but hey, you. Uh, that one spell took got rid of three entire actions, three entire right. uh, people for a whole round. <clears throat> now, is she done with her move? Then uh, she uh, her turn is over. Yeah. Okay, so because I'm shifted, if a enemy uh, ends its move within five feet of me, mm-hmm. I can use my reaction to move ten feet away without provoking opportunity attacks. All right. Uh, so I'm going to, uh, I guess, move to. You just move right next to Marster. Well, I only get to move ten feet, so yeah, I guess right. I can't move to there. Yeah, you can't move through that space, but you can't can move go through around this, to there. The squares. Yeah. Um, you can move through my square. I'm small. I just meant he can't move through this middle square because there's a, a pillar there. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, so so I'll just move to where like Marster is. I mean, Gimbal is, and then through to over here. All right, all right. And next is the one that's over here fighting Marster. She's not dead yet, and she's going to swing futilely at him again two times. Yep, she did. Good for her. Swish swish. 
All right, and then it is Soot's actual turn. I had to think of me just dancing and parrying, you know, just like a like like water. All right, <laughs> a three foot tall puddle. Three foot tall drink so, of water. So are we doing? We're we're not doing flanking lime and cherry flavored. Hell yeah, <laughs> Sam's Club baby. Yeah yeah, we're doing Dan. we're doing we're doing uh, standard PHP flanking rules. Yeah. So I have to be on the opposite side from a ally. Right. All right. Well, then I'm going to run to over here to get advantage. All right. I'll move this dead lady out of the way. Yep. And then I'm going to attack with my rapier. Sounds like a Biden Biden type move. Oh, come on. We bring politics into it. Jeez. (laughs) But he's so rapey. <laughs> so, so a nineteen for ten, and I'm going to so use the president. One of my, I'm going to use one of my bardic inspiration to do a defensive flourish. All right. So that adds another four damage, and then I add four to my AC until the the start of my next turn. I don't understand how doing more damage is defensive, but I'll roll with it. <laughs> That's what it says it's a blade flourish. All right. So 14 damage, and my AC is 19 until the start of my next turn. Suddenly I find him, for the first time, more attractive than Descaro. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is that it for Suit? Yes. All right. It is the dead Skyraider's turn. She continues to be dead. Followed by this one up here. I guess she's going to attack this uh, guardian thing. Mm-hmm. Because isn't it like uh, attracting our attention and, and all that yep. kind of Yep. All right. So she's going to attack the snake two times. With a longsword, an 18 for five. And a six, which is probably a miss. Bogus is going to control its hit point. It has a spread. I mean, you should be able to just click on the token and do minus five from the health, right? What's the AC on it? Looks like 11. There we go. No, the AC's higher than that. Uh, 15. Yeah. Five damage. Right. Why is it marked as uh, 11 on the. Oh, it's. We change that. No, it's, it's, it needs to be NPC AC. That's what it is. There we go. I saved it for you. <clears throat> that fixed it. All right, so that was her turn. And then it's the Rakshasa's turn. Um, he is, I guess, also going to attack the snake since it's interposing itself there. Um, a 16 for 14. Damn. Yep. And then uh, he twists. This is interesting. Okay. He twists and uh, pushes with his blade while it's stuck in there and does in a defensive way, I guess, because that's what Soot did. Uh, 14 extra damage. So that's 28 damage. Holy Lord. So it's dead. And pushes it 10 feet away. Not that that matters. 
It'll have to be, it'll have to be rebuilt. Guess so. Don't worry, I can fix it. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, and then after he does that, he uh, uh, takes a step forward and attacks uh, Deuce again. What? Yeah, that was just one attack. Uh, 12 and a 10. They both miss. Good God. How did he get four attacks? He didn't. He got three. Those other two were from uh, one of the Sky Raiders. No. Let's see. Yeah. Zakia yeah. He for got 16. The one. He got the one plus whatever that ability was, and then he got two more attacks. Yep. Oh, so the ability didn't count as an attack? No, the ability goes off when he hits something and does damage to it. So what what class is he? Because I think I want to change. Right? He's, his class is Rakshasa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. All right. Um, Sky Raider over here is going to... She's going to step down and, and flank and attack. On uh, Deuce. Mm. I think those both miss an 18 and a 14. And they both missed. I just checked his AC's 21. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So, with your bonus action, can you cast Mending on your Guardian? Let's see. I can't remember how that works. As a bonus? No, it's one minute. Yeah. It's a one minute thing. I can do my bonus action, which is repair. I can do three times a day. It's uh, basically it's 2DA plus three healing. I used my bonus action. You'd have to get over there, though. I mean, I guess you could without leaving there. No, you'd be leaving the Rashakas. Yeah, I mean, you got two attacks. You can just keep fighting him, and then if he hits you, you can just have your shield reaction happen again. So can you repair it if it's uh, disabled? You need to read it. It's it, Even when it hits zero, you can still do stuff to it before it's like completely dead. Hmm. It just can't cast mending on itself. Right. But I mean I'll look it up. So. Right. Okay. So uh so then you're just gonna attack one of these guys over here. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Attack the Rakshasha. Yep. Alright. Arm blade on that dude again. Yeah, attack Shaka Khan. Oof. Alright, uh you attack him and he he uh, does a similar motion with his hand that you did, and a magical shield pops up and deflects your first attack, but the second attack does get through. Yeah. Let's see. 25, uh, 25 for 11 is better than the 22 for 6, so hey. Yeah. All right. So he blocks one of them, but the other one gets through. Still going, and let's see. So. There's a bonus spell. Update. If the Steel Defender has died within the last hour, you can use your Smith tools as an action to revive it. Okay, so you that. must expend a spell slot of first level or higher. The Steel Defender returns to life in one minute with all its hit points. 
No one wants so that. As long as you revive it within the hour, it's fine. Gotcha. <clears throat> Otherwise, you'd have to. We'd have to spend a day fixing it. All right. Anything else for Deuce? Nope. He's done. All right. Uh, this Sky Raider down here is going to. Uh, uh, you know, she's going to try attacking Soot, I guess, because she's been swinging at Kimball with no success for quite a while now. All right, so she'll attack him twice with her longsword. A 13 and a 6, she has no better luck. She's just not good at this. Probably should have picked another profession. <laughs> All right, Marster. All right, gonna try to swing a sword at the Sky Raider I've been dancing with this whole time. 18 for 8. And 18 hits and uh, 8 points of damage is enough to drop her to the ground. All right, well, let's start a little game I like to call the Conga. Yeah, you're gonna step up and. Get advantage on the person that's getting advantage on someone else. That's right. That's how, <laughs> that's how we do it. This is how we do it. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'm going to try to kick her. A critical hit hits 27 for 13 damage. Yep. And then I will try to kick her again. 20 for 9. 20 also hits, just not as good as the critical hit, that's all. <laughs> yeah. Alright, and she is, after that, those two attacks, she is bloodied as well. Hello! All right. uh, is that it for Marster? That is it for Marster. Alright. Off in the distance, the maze continues to run. <laughs> Bring <Go>. help! So <laughs> I'm going to have the cannon... Flamethrower in this direction, Danny. All right. Um, you can hit uh, the Raider and the Rakshasa. Mm-hmm. DC 15 for five. All right. Uh, Sky Raider fails, so she takes five. The fire does not seem to concern the Rakshasa in any manner whatsoever. Okay. And I will aim my mini cannon at the one that Matt just bloodied. All right. Hurl a firebolt. 22 for 10. A 22 hits and a 10 just like knocks the bejesus out of it. She's just barely standing, it looks like. She's in, she's in bad shape. Bad damage roll. Yeah. All right. Is that it for Gimbal? That is it for Gimbal. All right. Next, uh, one of these Sky Raiders, she hops up one of these stairs to uh, to create the the rarely seen right angle advantage conga. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now now uh, encompassing a total of seven characters on the map in an advantage smorgasbord. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> hey, uh, so you're going to have to... You're, 
You're going to have to move over next turn to keep this thing going. <laughs> I'm just we... going to knock the end off of this L. <laughs> the cannon. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, in the interim, she att- attempts to attack the, uh, the ultimate uh, invulnerable cannon over here. With a, it's got like an AC of 1,000. So chances are slim. <laughs> it's not that high. And she's going to oh she's going to hit it with a 22 yep. per 10 oh she's going to hit it two times mm-hmm. a total of 15 damage to the never before scuffed cannon first time the cannon's ever been hurt <laughs> uh, she heard it quit fire at me she heard it all right and then i think a it's another dead one's turn after that a dead one yeah where does it get all of these wonderful toys <laughs> All right, so it's your turn. Finisher. All right. Yeah, since I've got advantage on this uh, bloody chick in front of me, I'm just going to try to hit her again with another defensive flourish. Jesus, phrasing, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Out comes right. the rapier. <laughs> out out it does come. So 20 for 10. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw another bardic inspiration on there to make another defensive flourish for thirteen. You just uh, have your way with her with that rapier, and, uh, <laughs> and she dies. <laughs> All right, oh, God, this is wrong, wrong in so many ways. <laughs> okay, and then I am going to. Uh, 10, oh, are you are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna create a side shoot on the advantage conga? Uh, I am. I think I want to give um, I want to give uh, Deuce some advantage on that Rakshasa there. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, that's what's happening right now. Boom! All right. Is that it for sit? I will probably die for my temerity, but sure. I'm done. All right, next. Uh, oh, man, this one's spoiled for choice. She's going to, uh, she's going to come will, to the... Will it be the monk or the changeling? The monk or the changeling? She's going to generate the capital T, Congo. <laughs> uh, and attack it. Jesse, you know what you have to do next turn. Mm, not die. A 17 and an 11 to hit. They miss! Woo woo. 17 hits for 5. No, no, no. The 17 misses because of my defensive flourish. Oh. I'm at 18. I thought you were at 19. Well, that was last turn. This turn I only added 3. Oh, the D8. Yeah, it adds the D8 to your AC for one turn. Well, that's cool. All right. Well, uh, she almost hits you, and then somehow some, uh, stabbing her friend really hard uh, made you harder to hit, and so she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm I'm whipping my blade around and holding yeah. it up in the on-guard position. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a defensive flourish. Right. Yeah. I have the high ground. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
I'm not sure which chord that would go off on, but you know. All right. Well, this uh, Rakshasa is getting tired of this. He's just going to uh, attack everyone around him with his longsword, just slapping everybody in the face with it. Uh, <laughs> Slap everyone, in- including the Sky Raider to his. So who is that on? Hold on. It was supposed to be advantage. So I'm just going to click the attack button twice. Uh, that was on Deuce. So that's a 25 to hit. 13? Yep. And who was that? The no, Sky Raider was, did it? It was only six, uh, it was six damage. So uh, he just had to roll twice for the advantage. But yeah, he, six damage. Okay, so six. I'll just, okay, I'll but when six. it hits you with it, he uh, jams it All in and wiggles it, it around. turns it into a grenade and it blows everybody up. He, he jams it in there real good uh, and flourishes it around because that, that makes things better. We found out. And you take an extra 11 damage. <laughs> From that, and you need to make a strength saving throw. Okay. Uh, Ten. All right, so that fails. He's going to push you uh, to here and knock you prone. So he just like shoves you out of the way when that happens. And wobble and fall over. Oh, there's a good prone thing somewhere on here. Yeah, Let's there's this. um this is the one, yeah. Alright. Uh, doesn't really do the main thing that does is to disrupt the conga, which is sad for everyone, if we're honest. Yeah, way to go, bro. Alright, so that was his first attack, and then he spins and attacks Soot. Since he still has advantage on him. Hiya! Twenty one for seven. Mm. That hits. And a critical for 15. So minus 7, minus 15. Yummy. And uh, he's, he says a thing when he does that. He says, uh, Karnak uh, said to, you guys have information about the machine, but she didn't say you were this tough. Yep. I don't need extra pay for this. Let that part out. Ow. <laughs> We're definitely tough. <clears throat> All right. Taking it yeah. easy on you. <laughs> so, so that's the end of the Rakshasa's turn? That's the end of his turn, yeah. All right. Uh, then I am going to... Uh, I'm going to dance my way. So how does that... That says if they end their turn, so even if they didn't move, they were just there? Yep. It says, if a creature ends its turn within five feet of you, you can dance away from them. Or you All can right. use your reaction to move away. Right. So, let's see. I guess I will reposition to here. Okay. To, wait, no. I don't want to do that, because then she's going to smack uh, nope, I will just, I will dance over here. All right. Yep. Or why do All that? Right. When do I can that. just do this. Move up here. All right, you, you moved like 100 feet now. What's your... <laughs> I was here. I moved 10 feet. There you uh, go. Now you moved 10 feet to here, and then... 
He's dancing. I'm trying dude. to decide where I went. Twenty feet to here. Hey, and I'm then... like a cat. Uh, cats have the the prerogative to change their mind as many times as they want to. I'm just saying that was like 45 feet of movement. It All really right. Was. The it thing really that's flipping our ass is actually a cat. That's true. Just, that's just throwing that out there. All right. Um, so uh, this lady here, or guy, who knows? It doesn't matter. Oh, I just assumed they were all ladies. Is going to attack Marster. Longsword style. Uh, critical miss, and then a 22. Uh, yeah, but then I'm going to, on the 22, where's my freaking, there it is, um, use my halfling's luck, I think it's was, second chance. Uh, when a creature you can see hits you with an attack roll, you can use your reaction to force that creature to re-roll. All right. Nice. 19. <laughs> that sucks. Still hits, but that's a lot less damage. No, the damage is the same. It's twelve. No. Yeah. Come on. Damage is the same. Yeah. The, don't, yeah. You don't unless, reroll the damage no, unless something says reroll the damage. We don't reroll. So the what? Damage. So the half one thing that doesn't have to do with you holding your second attack, right? No, that's just called second chance. I can only use it once per battle, though. Okay. So why are you been holding attacks? Increases because that gives him an increase. Because it increases my AC. Oh, okay. He's not holding mean, an attack. I'm not just holding. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm making an unarmed attack instead of a longsword attack. Got it. Okay. I got it yeah. now. Sorry. That's okay. All right, so uh, total damage. Uh, and then... Deuce! All right. We're going to slowly get up. <laughs> <laughs> Not very happy with the current situation. And... Uh, I'm going to attack the guy that uh, Marster's going at since, well, I don't want to give an opportunity to attack, so. First attack. Uh, 26. He's still alive and laughs at me. Uh, now 26 hits and 12 kills it. Yeah, that thing's dead. All right. And then, uh, so I got half my movement left, so yep. I'll make my way back over here. And attack douche nozzle and oh well that sucks all right well, 12 misses but i'm on the other side of the cannon though right no no, <laughs> no. need another square of movement even then it, it's a, oh well it's another bad guy on the other side okay all right Uh, and then uh, something happens. Someone comes through uh, this open door over here, right next to Sit. Looks very angry. Crap. Of course, they're probably angry at us. It is. Uh, looks like another shifter. It is. Uh, you guys don't know, but it is Cardinal. From the Gray Strife. Crap. Mm. She's probably grumpy. All right. Uh, and I will stick her at the end. There we go. <clears throat> Did we really need to increase the difficulty of this encounter? <laughs> Marster. 
I guess I'll just, uh, I mean, I feel like I'd be better off taking out the little people, honestly. Because if I run into this guy, he's going to kill me. Just go attack him. I'm going to drop a big spell on all three of them. All right, here we go. Manage combat. All right. All right. You, well, no, you don't. Have, you don't have advantage there, but advantage. you are. You are. Oh wait, I don't. Pretty nice line. Why would you? Oh wait, hold on, man. I'm an idiot. Ten. Um. Let me see. Where was I? I was over here. Come to down here, one. you'd have advantage. Yeah, I can get over there. You were down. But then I'm sandwiched. But I'm sandwiched in between them. Right. Which is not great. Yeah, but you're also giving. Uh, Deuce advantage on the Rakshasa as well. Yeah, I'm not sure I like being in within arm's length of three different people. I'll help. <laughs> well, whatever Marster's going to do. <sighs> fine. I mean, you don't have to go there, Matt. It's yeah, fine. You... It's fine. <laughs> I always die. Advantage on the attacks is a big deal, though. Yeah, so I am going to... Use um, an attack. All right. 18 for 7. Can I use my inspiration in case that's not a hit? <clears throat> what do you mean, use your inspiration? Are you attacking the cat or the little person? Yeah, the cat, the cat, the cat. Okay. You mean your, your hero point? Yeah, I'm sorry, my hero point. Yeah, you can use your hero point to add a d6 to that. Yeah, I feel like I need to. I don't think an 18 is going to hit. All right, so 24, or 22 for 7. All right, that does hit. Uh, I was trying to see. I don't see anything about it. I'm going to use a key point to do a flurry of blows, which allows me to do two unarmed attacks. 20 for six. 21 for seven. I got you. Okay. So, all right. So, uh, when you hit. All right. So, is it, are there any more attacks there? No, yeah, I'm not yeah. done yet. Okay. All right. Go ahead. All right, then I'm going to take another longsword attack, 24-11, and another unarmed attack, 24-6. So you get how many extra attacks with a flurry of blows? After I take a standard attack, I get two attacks with that key. So then I get my re other regular attack. So I made a regular attack, get the two flurry of blows attacks. Mm -hmm. I get my other regular attack, and then I get my bonus un unarmed attack. Now you are uh, you get the two unarmed attacks instead of one with the flurry of blows. That's how that works. All right. So that last one won't count. But anyway, when you hit him, you were well, like... No, it says, it says you can spend one key point to make two unarmed strikes as a bonus action. It doesn't say you're taking two unarmed right. strikes instead of one. Oh, yeah. Well, your regular unarmed strike takes a bonus action. Okay. So, so you only have okay. one bonus action. 
That makes sense. Okay, thank you. No, so the, you can get rid of the last one, the twenty for six. Then, all right. Uh, your attacks as you attack him, uh, it feels like it's not damaging him the way you would expect. Uh, yeah, does that make sense? So, in other words, magical weapons, and I'm fucked. Yeah, that that makes perfect sense. Thank you. All right, but it does seem to hurt him some. Oh, okay. Because that would have that would have like you know broken most people. I'm just saying. Yeah, <clears throat> he is. He does appear to be bloodied now. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, because otherwise that would have been a crap ton of damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice round. Yeah, thirty-one damage. Yeah, it's not worth playing a monk till fifth level, pretty much. Uh, yeah, right. si- yeah, at sixth level, your attacks count as magical, so. Yeah, no, this is just fine. Yeah, all right, cool, cool, cool. All right, uh, somewhere in the distance, you hear a mage running away. <laughs> <laughs> Keep and on it running. Is, it is Gimbal's turn. So, can I have the cannon flamethrower without hitting Marster or Deuce? No, you don't have spell sculpting. No, yeah, just... it, it, it does a cone, so it spreads out. There's no way. It goes fifteen feet. Yeah, it would hit. It would have to hit. Uh, it'd have to hit Deuce basically from there. Marsh yeah. would be okay. Deuce has a lot of hit points. Um, what? <laughs> Deuce has a lot of hit points. So, <laughs> so, so a little a little fire ain't gonna hurt him. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Guess I should have stayed out of the way. Yeah, that's the only thing about you moving there, but the advantage is worth it. So, yeah, because all of those attacks might not have hit. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Well, can can the cannon move? The cannon can move. Yeah. He'd take an attack of opportunity. Hmm. All right, I think I'm just going to move the cannon to here. All right, yeah, so she will use her reaction to uh, attack him once as he moves out of her space. But she misses terribly with a six. Okay, and then so around Marster Flamethrower, that one. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so 13. 13. All right. Uh, it does catch this desk on fire as well. So That's that fair. Happens. Uh, she's got to make a deck save. Yeah, TC 15, yeah. She fails that. So she takes 13 damage. It's a good roll. Mm-hmm. Finally. And then I will... I was going to cast a spell, but I think I'm just going to firebolt the Kitty cat. Who, who are you firebolting? The cat. The cat guy. Yeah. Right here, there's a Looks fire like... right here. <clears throat> All right. Uh, the uh, spell uh, 
gets almost to his skin and just seems to evaporate. Just uh, doesn't make it to him. Yeah, this, just, this guy's not taking hurt like he should. And he just he just kind of chuckles. Weak magic. Is he wearing metal armor? He is wearing scale mail. So okay. yeah. All right. <clears throat> um anything else for Gimbal? You wanna oh, I guess you probably don't want to move. You're still No, I'm good where I'm at. All right. Um, this one here. She's going to uh, take a step down and attack Marster with advantage. This is the uh, the advantage X, I guess is what that is. Not quite, though. All right. And she'll attack twice with long swords. Ah, well, that's the first one, 11 and a 7. Let's both miss. And the second one, 18? 18 hits. For six. And then it is Soot's turn. She threw me off with that. And when she moved? Yeah. Um... So if I move into this zone where the fire is, will I be damaged by it? Uh, yeah, I mean you can make a, a you basically be making a, a deck save for half damage by going through the fire. Definitely don't do that. How much movement do you have? Thirty. Oh no, wait. While I'm shifted, I have forty. You could get all the way down here. Why not just to go ahead and attack the cat? Because he's he's one hit away from dying. Yeah, I'm pretty low on hit points. I can run over here to get advantage. I mean, I'm one hit away from that guy from dying, too. Alright. I'll move down here. Alright. And I'm going to do just a rapier attack, I think. Alright. So a 19 for 11. 19 hits. I'm going to throw a Bardic Inspiration in there as well to make it a defensive flourish. <laughs> oh, I only get to add one. That's, that's so great. That's still extra defensive damage. So. It is. <laughs> you could use your hero point and re-roll that. Uh, that's it. Hero point's for a d20, though. Oh, I need to throw my hero point out there. Yeah, maybe think of that. And uh, can I... Are we doing bonus action... Uh, Healing potions? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, crap. I didn't even think about that. All right. Well, then I'm going to do that. Why would you need a healing potion, Jesse? You've lost zero hit points. Oh, no, not me. I'm just thinking the other guys. <laughs> so I don't have to cast Cure Light Wounds on them for no reason. Oh, right. not me, obviously. Not me, no. No, 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 no. All right, I use so my I, bonus I, actions to kick things. So I, I chug a healing potion. All right. Was that seven hit points? Yep. That's not bad. All right, it's Cardinal's turn. John, what's Cardinal going to do? Oh. Uh, well, I mean, exactly. I don't know. I don't know what Cardinal's been doing since. All of well, Car- uh, Cardinal has spent the last day uh, trying to track down this uh, Irulan, uh Karnak person. 
who killed her friends. Oh, okay. And these these are some of her flunkies. So Cardinal's here All to right. kick them betwixt the biscuits. All right. Well, then Cardinal's going to come down here and and kick some biscuits. Wait, Cardinal's here to help. Apparently so. Huh? She's the last surviving member of that uh, Grace Draft group y'all got. You guys were in. For for the record, one of my cats is sitting on the back of a chair, howling at the ceiling. I'm not sure why. Grace oh, Draft, probably the paint, the paint water. water. <laughs> probably. All right. So yeah, Cardinal's going to move down here. Well, yeah. I mean, there's not really a way to get advantage with her. Uh, do I still have control of her character? You should. All right. Well, she's going to move down here, and she's going to, uh, as a bonus action shift. Uh-huh. Uh, no, wait a minute. No, she's just going to, oh, she probably should shift. She's going to shift and then run forward and uh, and try to smack uh, the Rakshasa with her mace. All right. Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. Can we just take a vote and the Rakshasa die? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's democracy. Jump in the but fire. She did, but she did gain five temporary hit points. Oh, nice. great. Well, she might survive a hit this way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it's the Sky Raider's turn, and seeing that she's in the midst of a diagonal conga, she's going to use it to her advantage. And attack Marster with advantage. That's a pick on a halfling. 22 for 11. And a 21 for 5. All right. Only two hit points away from dying. And a few failed death saves. You're okay. That is true. You had a lot of luck with those, so. Mm hmm. Don't worry, right. Matt. We'll rebuild you if you die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the the Rakshasa is going to attack Deuce, I guess. Yeah, he doesn't have any any advantages of any sort. It looks like. I'm very sure you'll think of one. Yeah, uh, his advantage is that he's he's a cool cat person with backwards hands. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> That is 14, cool. 14, not, and not, a 9. Let's not denigrate that. Yeah. All right, that's it for him. And then it is a dead Sky Raider's turn. So we'll just skip past that. And then it's Deuce's turn. Yay! Do something, Deuce. Take it down, Deuce. You've got advantage, for God's sakes. All right. Arm blade. Uh, what? 15. You've got advantage, so roll again. Hey, I'm using my hero point to re-roll. You've oh, got advantage. Yeah, oh, he rolled wait, a 10 out of 15. He, he did roll over with it. I know, Jesus. I know, I know. Right, shut up. <laughs> we should tell you to shut up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so shut up. I you can use, use my hero point, Danny, re-roll that. You can't re-roll. No. You can add a D6 to okay. the... A D6, then, I guess. Which at most is going to get to a 21. Yeah, I don't think that's six. I don't think that helps. I wouldn't use it on that attack. Yeah. You got a second attack. Oh, no, no. Now use your inspiration to re-roll that. Yeah, jeez. All right. Oh, my God. Hey, there we go. 
21. All right. That does hit, and that does hurt him. To the tone of seven damage. Jesus. What is your problem? And then it is uh, Marster's turn. Marster, you're in the midst of all of the surviving bad guys. Yeah, and I can't move out without getting attacked by three of them. So I might as well just stay. Can't you do like a disengage? Uh, Hold on. I could... Because you could disengage with your action and still kick once with a bonus action. Yeah, hold on. I can... Well, can you spend like a key point and disengage? Or something? Yeah, I was going to say, I can use a key point to disengage. Um, yeah. As a there bonus you, action. There you go. So, so kick some butt. Disengage. Yeah, I can take two attacks and disengage. All right, so I'll just take two attacks on cat person. Well, I'm first attack anyway on cat person. Let's see what happens. Are you going to save your bonus to do a healing potion or... No, I have to use my bonus to disengage. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have to spend the key point to use the bonus action to disengage. Got it. All right. 25 for 14. That hits him. It doesn't seem to do that much damage to him. So it looks like the Deuce's arm blades are doing more damage than my his arm, blade, his arm blade's magical. Yeah. Uh, uh, Hear that, Matt? I'm magical. I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm tagging him again. All right, 16 to 14. You probably would have killed That's one of those girls with those two attacks. Well, yeah. <laughs> Can I use my inspiration to reroll that one? Uh, Yeah. Okay. 24. For 14. That hits. And it hurts him some more times. All right, guess I'll use my key point to disengage and move 5, 10, 15. Back to here. All right. Is that it for you? Going to move some more? Are you good? No, I think I'm. I think I'm good. I mean, is that. Yeah, I'm fine right here. All right. All right. Um, in the distance, you you think you hear a mage calling for help. <laughs> Gimbal. Well, they're right. trying. So I'll have the cannon move here, and then shoot the cone east to, to hit all three of them. Fifteen foot uh, cone. Yeah. No, you can't hit this one if you want to hit the other two. Traffic cone, volcano. Mm. Uh, what if it hit... was here and fired this way? Uh, you wouldn't be able to hit this one. You're pretty, right. pretty much going to hit hit two of them from any of All those. Right. So he'll he'll shoot from there. All right, hit, hit the one next to you and the, the... yeah. Catboy. So, yeah, DC 15. I'll roll the damage. Nine damage. Right, so that one, the Sky Raider saves, so she takes half damage, and the cat person appears to be disinterested. Again. Hmm. 
Hmm. If you're going to firebolt, just firebolt wanna firebolt the girl in front of you, I guess. Yeah, I was thinking about doing a scorching ray. He'd have disadvantage on the one right in front of him, though. That's yeah. true. You could hit that one. Hit the other one. So there's there's the one right next to him, then there's the uh, uh, one more over there next to the table that's on fire. Uh, yeah, I just don't... I mean, I don't know if he absorbed the fire because I missed or he actually absorbed it. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think he's... Yeah, I think he's absorbing it. Speaking of which, this whole entire table is on fire over here that you uh, flamethrowered last time. Don't worry about that later. So I could do Scorching Ray, and it would shoot three rays that would each do a 2d6 and a d8 damage. Go for it. Um, I don't see why not. But if it's pointless to hit him with it, I mean, it's a level two, it's, you know, my highest level spell. It could take them out, though. I mean, if I have all three hit her, it'd probably take her out. Or two and one. They're both hurt. Yeah. So I'm going to have one hit the asshole that I can't seem to damage, and then two hit this one, Danny. Which one is the one that you can't seem to damage that you're talking about? The stupid cat. Oh, the cat guy. All right. All right, just roll. Just tell me which ones are which when you're rolling them. Yeah, so the, this first one will be for the cat. All right. All right, that one shoots up and he, uh, yeah, it doesn't seem to, to do any damage to him. 23. All right. Well, that's 11 damage he's absorbing. Uh, what, what abilities do you have to absorb uh, level uh, two magic spells? All right, and then these two will be for the other chick. Oh, jeez. And a 13. Uh, do you want to use one of your... Uh, you want to use your hero point out a d6 to one of those? Um, I can guess I could do a d6 to the one that I rolled a 13 on. Right. Right. I mean, you could add a d6 to either one of them, but yeah. Yeah, hmm? I think he's saying they both missed. Yeah, they both Yeah, they both missed. Do you want to... So yeah. Add the d6 to the one that's... Oh, okay. Yeah. The best one's the 13. What? Yeah, no. okay. That's true. That is true. So just the D6? Yeah. Ugh, 16. It hits! Yay! That is uh, 13 damage. And she is uh, pretty rough. She should have just, just done the firebolt. <laughs> Probably. Uh what is going on with this? All right. Um, so, uh, any movement or bonus actions or anything for uh, for Gimbal? Nope. That's it. <clears throat> All right. The Sky Raider right next to you, Gimbal. I don't know if she's the same one that was attacking you earlier or not, but she's going to give it a shot. Bring it on. Uh, 15 and a 21. Uh, I'll take five damage. <laughs> now someone finally hit him. It happened. <laughs> could have used a shield I'll spell. But flourish. I could have used a shield spell, but I'm, I'm, I'll be all right. All right. Uh, now, you, now you have a nice little tiny scar on your left bicep to show the ladies. 
All right. Callie's going to be so impressed. All right. Sit. This heathen attacked your tiny friend. Or one of your tiny friends. Please kill another one. While she's singing it, swinging at Gimble, Soot maneuvers into uh, the middle of the fray. Oh, man. That's not going to give you advantage. Oh, I guess it will uh, on the cat. Yeah, it will on the cat. Uh, and uh, I'm going to attack him with my rapier. Mm-hmm. Lucky Dude, stop rapier. A 24 for 6. I'm going to mm-hmm. add a bardic inspiration. How many of those do you got? That's my last one. That's convenient. Uh, <laughs> I had four. Sure. All right. And I'm making it slashing damage, so it gives six damage to anybody within five feet of me. That I don't understand. So it does six damage just to poked everybody. I slashed everywhere. So just let me roll it. So just, all three of them. He just did a, a link okay. attack where you charge up and spin. Yep. Slashing <laughs> flourish. See about two thirds of the way down. Uh, I see it. Any other creature? Oh, any other creature of your choice? You can see within. So it sounds like you maybe have to pick one. Yeah, you can't. Know, it says any other creature any. of your choice. I, cho- I choose yeah. all of them. Any other uh, creature singular. So it doesn't say any other creatures of your yeah, choice. Yeah, I think yeah, you, know, you can only pick one, but it's still pretty cool. You still poke one of them. Yeah. Which which of the ladies are you going after with your rapier? Uh, I guess <laughs> I'll get the one that smacked my little friend. Right. Which one was that? <laughs> At this point, I'm really not sure. Okay, so I'm your little... Those are intentional, and which ones aren't? <laughs> I'm your little. I'm your little friend, and that other one up there smacked me. All right. Well, the this one. The the bad news is that that doesn't kill her. But the good news is you you do kill the uh, cat boy. With oh, look out! Yes. <sighs> All right. Uh, All right, Cardinal. Yeah. All right. Car- Cardinal's going to do. needs to be over. Cardinal's <laughs> going to. Uh, do, does uh, Cardinal get advantage from the cannon? Uh, no. no. I don't think so. Oh, man. All Where right. You... Well, Cardinal's going to try to smack the uh, Skyrider with her mace. All right. Nine, 19 team. for five. She hits with a 19. She's going to use her bonus action to channel divine energy into it. So that adds another 3d6. Oh my lord. The 13 damage. Alright, so that's 18 damage. Uh, Yep, she just cracks her skull wide open. Alright. Dead. Almost dead. Sweet. Uh, The last Skyrider can throw their his or her weapons down. Not if Deuce uh, kills her first. Yeah. Not until it's her turn. So, <laughs> all right. There's a dead one and a dead one, and it's Deuce's turn. <clears throat> Finish him. Deuce or capture or capture him. Yeah, a capture might not be a bad idea. Walks over here. Non-lethal for, damage. Uh, Asks uh, to. Uh, he says, "Excuse me." And, uh, that's over here. <laughs> and uh, non-lethal damage. Arm blades up. Boo. All right. Uh, 
He kills her anyway. <laughs> He's like, I non-lethal poked her in the temple. <laughs> I, hit, I, hit I hit her with her, the fly of the blade. I hit her with the less stabby part of my sword. <laughs> but it wasn't with a rapier. <laughs> I was respectful. Respectful. <laughs> he, right, bought her, he bought her dinner, at least. He just sniffed her hair. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. going to run over and try to put the fire out. You should right, drink here. a potion. It's your turn next. <laughs> I will say, yeah, if that's what you're going to do, you can put the fire out. Uh, Cardinal goes, yeah! And then she tells you her whole life story, which takes uh, basically the entirety of the time that Marsha spends putting out this this fire. <laughs> She's had a short life. <laughs> we pick up here. I remember Matt had to say he had to finish at uh, 11. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk to the Sphinx next time. But yeah, that was, that was cool bringing Cardinal back into it. Mm-hmm. And she didn't. She still didn't die. <laughs> She's lucky. Resilient. She gets to join our group permanently now. All right. All right. Yeah, we can stop there. I think everybody had a hard stop 15 minutes ago anyway. It's all good. Well, I, I, I almost died and didn't. So, um, you know, baby steps. Baby steps. Yeah, level hey. five seems to be a much better level for monks. I will tell you, I'm enjoying playing Soot. That was a fun fight. Yeah, that was pretty cool. The, uh, I, bar, bards are not crappy in 5e. Nope. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, of uh, game-breaking abilities there on that bard. I'm not quite sure about all that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Defensive damage. And... Defensive damage. Dude, that's straight out of Xanathar's guide. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna have to ban that one. It's going to have to go talk to Xanathar about that. Well, it's not like he gets an extra attack or anything. It's just one attack. And he has to hit with it, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then this whole, you can just, you can just move around because somebody was close to you and it made you feel a little fancy in your pantsy. (laughs) That's his racial ability though, right? If you could see in my pants, I have a tiny tail and it looks like a bottle brush. Wow. Okay. Wow. I'm still glad all this is recorded. Hence the overcompensating with the beautiful donkey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I I apologize. Everybody had to hear that. And uh, that's please... the last part or the entire episode. Eighty <laughs> percent of it. Uh, please come back and join us so next time. <laughs> You don't want to miss us talking to the Sphinx because maybe that's what you thought was going to happen this time and it didn't. So come back next time. <laughs> Sheesh. All right. Good Bye, night, everybody. everybody. Good night, Craig. See you, Craig.